Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty. It's funny, every time I do the intro, I want to giggle. I don't know why. <laughs> I just want to giggle. So uh, maybe you can giggle with me. Happy Monday to all of you out there in podcast land. Um, we're looking at the second full week of February. We currently are super excited because we're going camping this coming weekend. Um, the kids get Friday off and Monday off. And so we've decided we're just going to go tent camp and hopefully it'll be warm enough that we won't freeze. <laughs> um, for anybody wondering, the 100 day of watercolors has had quite a few ups and downs, which has been, um, it's been, it's been hard. <laughs> so it's hard when you start something new and you want to be good and you're not, and it's hard to be kind to yourself. So what I realized was, you know, I've been posting these pictures every single day on Instagram and, um, there's this really amazingly talented artist in Cambodia who, um, made a comment on one of the pictures and she was like, you know, I think it's lovely and you're really hard on yourself. And to be frank, right. I look at the picture and I see all the faults with it. And it's hard to step back and see it as something pretty when you're trying to learn something new. You just, you know, it's like, I just want to take it apart. And it really kind of reminded me that um, I'm not great. I'm not good. Um, but I definitely have pieces that I like more than others. And, and I have techniques and things I like more than others. And I have to be patient and gentle with myself and I think that's been the hardest thing. So today's, I decided um, instead of watching an instructional video, which is what I've been doing, to kind of take some of the techniques I've learned and just let my mind go, right? Like do something that for me is what I wanted to see. And it is completely, it's a field of abstract flowers. It's very, very loud. It includes neon colors. Um, it's splotchy. And it speaks to me, right? I was going to go through and doodle and, and call out kind of specific flowers. Instead, I let it be. I let it stand by itself. And I felt like kind of less was more, right? Like it, it, it to me, was a nice finished item as is. And, um, and I think that, you know, it's day nine. That's kind of a turning point for me because I could step back and say, look, you know, it is pretty by itself. It is pretty by itself. And so... I got these little clippy things to put up above my desk. And so, you know, I have a couple of the pieces that I kind of enjoy up, you know, clipped up so I can see them. Part of me wants to put the ones I hate <laughs> onto the clips, mostly um, to either try them again, you know, to see whether or not with different techniques I could make them better. Um, but also it's kind of just a reminder of how far I've come and, um, you know, in nine days, right? Nine days is nothing. So, um, it's, it's going well. Um, but it's a, it's a struggle with self-kindness. <laughs> so I say anybody out there who is, um, going along with me and trying something new for a hundred days, um, just be kind, you know, remind yourself every single day that you are getting better and that it is what it is, right? And take, take the peace for what it is. Um, and so my, my, you know, wildflower field to me anyways, um, is just happiness. It's sheer happiness for me. It's very abstract and it's sheer happiness. So, um, there you go. 
I took the weekend off from recording podcasts. And as a matter of fact, I had on my to-do list twice to record the podcast over the weekend and just kind of step in and let people know where things were. And I didn't feel like it. <laughs> so I just decided, you know what? I just don't feel like it. I'm not going to do it. And I didn't. So there you go. Um, my massive, massive lists for the weekend have been phenomenal. So, I mean, I put on there, right, like wash the sheets, wash the towels, right? Like I call out every single little thing I want to get done. And it is making all the difference in the world for me when it comes to the weekends. It's helping with 100-day projects for sure. Um, but it's just helping kind of in every day because it also gives me ideas of when I want to have kind of a little bit of a break or downtime. So if you're not much of a lister, you might want to give it a try, right? It, it, it really has kind of helped me out over the weekends. You know, I am for work, right? Um, but for weekends, I'm, I'm not normally that way. So um, it's, it's, it is helping. It's really helping. So the other thing for the 100-day project is I really wanted to finish up some of the um, projects that I had just kind of languishing. And some of them are big and some of them are small and some of them are new and some of them are old. Um, and so I did, I did comment on the, the diamond bead, um, piece. I have a, I have a list of 12 things I wanted to finish. So there's a crocheted animal for, for my daughter. Um, there's a scarf I need to finish. There's a diamond bead. Um, there's a fish quilt. All I need to do is the binding, right? Anybody who quilts the binding is like the last little thing. It's little. That's all I have to do. Um, I had this needle punch, which is a folk art thing that I wanted to finish. Um, a feral hat that I want to do for myself. Um, I have the shishiko, which is an embroidery technique, a Japanese embroidery technique, um, orchid that's done with applique that um, I was making for my mother-in-law last year for her birthday, which is in April and I didn't finish. So I figured maybe I'll get my button gear and finish it for this birthday. Um, a brioche hat for me and my daughter. Um, I have this mosaic runner I want to do as a retirement gift for a good girlfriend. Um, another kind of cowl, neck cowl. And then I have this Hawaiian quilt where I have done the entire portion of getting the applique for the Hawaiian quilt down, but I have not actually put it with any binding and I haven't quilted it. It's like, why is it just sitting here? I don't know. Um, and then I had a, a pine needle basket I wanted to finish. And so, you know, over the past nine days, I finished three of those items and I'm cruising on the applique orchid. Um, of course, I mean, it, it takes a ton of time. Applique takes a ton of time, but it's coming together, you know? And so it's, it's one of those things where it's bite-sized chunks, you know, it's like, I just, I've made the decision. I'm just going to knock these things out. And there's 12 items. I have a hundred days to try to finish these 12 items. Quite a few of them are gifts for people. And that's why there's sort of like a, a time frame for me to try to get them done. Um, but you know, it's 12 items in a hundred days. Like I can do this for sure. I can do this. Right. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at with my other portion of the, of the hundred day project. Um, so the other day, and I don't remember which day it was, I could probably, you know, I'm sitting right here. I could probably look it up. Um, on the fifth, I pulled a card, um, out of my, out of my deck. And I, I may have even spoken about it on the podcast. Um, and I got, um, I guess it wasn't on the 5th. I, I don't remember which day it was. Maybe it was the 4th. Sorry, now I'm like rambling as I'm trying to look. Oh, yeah. So it was on the 4th. On the 4th, I got um, a card out of my deck, um, which is a Hierophant. And um, it basically said just, you know, patience and kind of everything, just patience and everything. 
Um, and, and its recommendation was not only, you know, to have some patience, um, but to find or talk to a mentor, right? Like to get some guidance from somebody. Um, you know, I got the card and I was like, whatever, right? Like, I, I don't really understand what to do with this card. And what's interesting about cards like that is it's like they, they ruminate, like they, they just kind of sit there and I don't even really think about them. I leave them, especially when it's one I don't really see any clear cut guidance for myself. I just kind of let it sit on top of the deck and, um, it just stays there. It stays there until kind of like I have a, a little bit of an aha moment. So the very next day, um, Rachel, yoga girl, Rachel, um, put out a call for astrology readings and I had gone through, um, you know, this, this love yourself retreat with her and they had gone through some of the astrology with it. And then she had gone through kind of what the outlook is for the year. And I know there are a lot of you out there who are going to be like astrology, but it's total crap. Um, and I would actually say, I think, I think that there's always guidance. And I think that's the important thing. It's not that it's, it, it will answer all of your questions. It's not that it is the answer to all the questions, but I believe, and I strongly believe this, that there's often guiding things, poking at you or pointing at you and whether or not you choose to see them, that's up to you. All right. So so anyway, she brought this call, right? Um, I think she was only taking five people. Um, and I saw it like instantly, right? Like it, I just happened to be on my phone, which again is weird. And I was like, oh, her, her. I'm like, do I really want to do this? And because I was waffling, um, I thought to myself, if you're waffling, it probably means you really do want to do it. So I instantly jumped in and, and threw my name in the hat and basically said, you know, look like I would really like this. And as soon as I threw my name in, then I realized that the day before the, like, you need a little bit of guidance, talk to a mentor. That was it. Right? Like it was the, it was the, you know, just get a little bit of an outside perspective, right? Move a little bit outside of your own head and your own, um, self to get a little bit of guidance from the universe. And, um, so I just thought it, it tied together so beautifully and, um, and now I'm just, I'm crazy excited. So my readings next week. And I really can't wait to see, you know, what she has to say, what she's figured out for my charts. And of course, you know, it's one of those things where they look at what time you were born and, and where you were born, um, where the planets were, when you were born. And, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know, like I am not the only, I'm not the only kid who was born, you know, in Kalispell, Montana at 1.44 <laughs> on my birthday, right? Like, I, there can't, you know, I can't be the only human being who was born there. Um, but I bet there's maybe only two of us, <laughs> you know, at that exact location. Um, and so anyways, I, I'm really excited to see what happens. And I will let you guys know what I find from my um, astrology reading with Yoga Girl, which um, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of over the moon that I, that I actually got in um, since she had such limited spots. So you can hear me flipping here. I was going back to my list of things I kind of wanted to cover for today. Uh, since I went off on my, my tirade of, I think it's not tirade, <laughs> my dribble about astrology. Um, so two other things that I had on kind of my list for today, you know, I meditate, I try to meditate every single day. I probably meditate six days a week, not seven. Um, it's just kind of how the dices roll. And I would say for the past, um, <laughs> 10 years, when I sit to meditate, um, you know, I always sit on a bolster, a pillow, 
you know, I have like a, a certain position for my legs. It feels the best, but, um, my, my palms are always, um, they've always been palm down on my knees. It has felt miserable to put my palms up. And so for anybody who's out there, um, who meditates or who understands what this means, what this means is that, um, so when your palms are down, it means you're really trying to ground, you're trying to ground into the earth. And when your palms are kind of up, it's like, it's more like you're letting energy kind of flow in, right? So palms up is more of like an energy in thing versus uh, more grounding to the earth. So it didn't really surprise me that my palms being up felt so incredibly uncomfortable in my body. I mean, like ridiculously uncomfortable, but probably about a good week ago or two weeks ago, it has felt more natural to have my palms up than down, which has just been like a huge shift for me, right? And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, like I've been working on grounding and I've been working on my root chakra. And so, you know, all of a sudden having this kind of shift, has just been, it's just been pretty interesting and, um, and I'll let you know where it goes. But currently when I'm meditating, you know, my palms are up. So I'm kind of, you know, more open uh, than I have been in the past, which again, you know, for this year, I kind of want to focus on doing different things, putting myself out there, being a bit braver with the things I want to try. And it, it all kind of snaps together, right? Um, so it's, it's cool. It's very cool. Um, the last thing that I had on my list to chat about today is, I don't know if you're like me, but I love to go through and reorganize things. And so when I'm going through and I'm reorganizing a closet or cupboard or whatever, um, A, it drives my spouse nuts because he can't find stuff, which I don't blame him. And it used to be that I would do it when he was on travel because I had spare time. And um, he'd come home and not be able to find like the sugar. Yeah, it was maddening for him. I can only imagine. Um but during my meditation, uh, it was yesterday or today, um, I realized that the, the sense of needing to organize something and needing to really go through and make it, you know, exactly how I want to at this given moment, for me anyways, is a control thing. And it's a, it's a big control thing. It's, it's a, I want, um, I need something to control in my life and I need to feel like you know, I can, I can mold this into a certain, you know, into a certain direction. And what I've kind of put together for myself is that when those things happen in general, it's because I'm stewing on something like something's kind of sitting on me. I have like some kind of weighted emotion. And instead of dealing with that emotion, I'll go and I'll reorganize something. Um, or I'll go and I'll pick up like a new craft project. Right. And so what I've been trying to do now is allow myself like, yes, you can go reorganize that closet. You can go reorganize that drawer. However, while you're doing that, really try to sort out what it is that that weighted feeling is that you've got, you know, take your journal along, right? Like if things hit you, write it down. Right. And in doing that, um, a, it feels quite liberating and B, I find that I kind of get to the root of whatever it is. It's kind of like niggling at me um, instead of just, you know, I think in the past, you know, it's there and then you kind of just let it go, but it never really goes away. It's always kind of there. Um, and so um, that's my suggestion for you is, you know, especially if you're one of those people who like all of a sudden you just feel like you got to go through and reorganize something. Um, take the time to kind of sort out why you're feeling that way. Um, because for me, it's not just surely about the, like the reorganization. It's, it's about what's really going on deeper inside of me. Um, and for anybody who's wondering, yes, we will get back to the choose your own adventure, but not today. Um, and you know, we swapped rooms, which I've brought up on the podcast. You know, my, my daughter wanted a, the bigger room, which makes a lot of sense. Right. And, um, so kind of the spare room and, and, 
my craft room and yoga room and, you know, the kind of all encompassing room became the smaller room. And what is astonishing is that both rooms feel better. It's like both rooms were meant to be this way. And we pushed against it for so long because in our minds, it's like, well, the spare room should be the kind of the bigger room because my husband's parents come to visit and, you know, you wanted to have a big bed in there. And, you know, we kind of wanted our daughter a little bit closer to us. Like, I mean, you can come up with a million reasons, right? But it was like the best decision ever. (laughs) And now um, this room, which everybody in the house calls my sanctum sanctorum, um, which is cute. You know, I moved in my favorite mid-century modern chair with like a little footstool. It's like the perfect reading nook. The other day, my husband made tea and came in and just like sat down, right, to drink his tea and read in here while I was drawing. And it's become like the feel of it is very, very different. And so the other thing that I would throw out there is, especially if you're kind of like putting on the brakes, like, no, 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 I really don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I don't really want to change rooms like that. Um, Just give it a try, right? Because you may find that it's better in the new kind of arrangement than you would have thought. And if you don't try, you're not even going to know, right? And yeah, it was a ton of work. And yeah, it's not even really done. And yeah, you know, it was massive massively painful weekends. Um, but in the end, it feels right. Our house feels more homey. Um, our daughter, when she was talking to the grandparents, they realized which room she was in and, um, they were like, where's the spare bedroom? (laughs) And of course, um, my husband now has talked to them about, you know, the fact that, there isn't a bed in, in the sanctum sanctorum currently. And yeah, maybe at some point we'll get a spare bed and, but maybe we'll just get like a Murphy bed or maybe they'll just have a blow up bed or, you know, we don't know. We don't know. And at this point we don't even feel like we really need to decide. So, um, don't, don't allow change to be the thing that keeps you from kind of putting it out there. Right. Um, and the change was rough. It was rough. I'm not gonna lie, but it was so worth it. So, Thanks for tuning in, and um, I think we're going to have another guest or two here coming up, and um, I'm sending you love and hugs. See you on the flip side.